Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS online program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our next guest for our Gifters Podcast is Galia Westner. Galia is a two-time entrepreneur, a female leader, a TEDx speaker. She runs her own company in the blockchain space. Galia, thanks so much for being on our Gifters Podcast, where your story is gift to the world. Thank you, Christopher. Very nice to be here. So I always have the honor of talking to our guests before, and Galia's like, hey, so what are we going to talk about? And I'm like, we're going to talk about how awesome you are, Galia. <laughs> <laughs> And I, and I mean that because I speak on a global stage and I actually don't see as many women as I would like. And why do you think that is? And how did you go about doing what you're doing as, as a business leader, but more importantly, in the blockchain space? It's almost as if like, if blockchain is the internet of our generation, you are literally one of the cutting edge people in this space. And so first, how did you become a speaker and, and sharing your, your knowledge? Yeah, so basically when I started as a speaker, I started about uh, eight years ago. I joined a Soul Census Club called the Vancouver Entrepreneur Soul Census Club in, in, uh, in Vancouver, British Columbia. And uh, I started off as being a Toastmaster, and then, you know, as the years progressed, I, uh, I, I did more and more workshops. I never actually treated my speaking abilities as a profession. I'm very much into, you know, my company and into technology. And so when I give uh, speaking, uh, speaking engagements, it's mostly uh, via the Toastmaster and via different events and conferences uh, all over the world. Um, and so I had an opportunity about three years ago when they were, you know, casting for the, one of the biggest TEDxes in town called TEDx County Park. I had the opportunity uh, to be brought in front of them, and they needed somebody in the slot of technology. And so I pitched to them the idea of social media and loneliness, and, you know, they, they really liked it. Um, I passed all the interviews. They changed my script like 200,000 times. And in the end, I delivered it about two years ago. Nice. I like how concise you were. And I want to stress that you focus on social media and loneliness because a lot of times people are on social media now. Facebook is like 2 billion users now. Why do you think people are more lonely on Facebook or other social media channels? Yeah, so that, that's a really good question. You know, there's a lot of research that show that uh, social media, the way it is, the constellation uh, today, is um, because they place different hooks of the positive affirmations, which, you know, you, you're going to post this podcast, I'm going to post this podcast on all of our social networks, um, and then what happens is the more likes we get, the more positive affirmations we post, the more we get hooked into it, um, which is kind of like, you know, it, it, it is an addiction. And so um, the, the way we are communicating with social networks today is not the way that it was meant to be because we were meant to connect with each other authentically, which is basically the message uh, of my talk. That's a great talk because they have actually have done studies and they say that, again, if, if on the surface, everyone's like wanting to live some other, other life. It's kind of like when I talk about TV, people want to be, they, people want to buy things they can't afford. The things they can't afford, they, they, they don't really even want. And then they, the most dangerous thing about TV, but it also relates to social media, is they create an image of a person they think they want to be like that doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. And it makes them feel inadequate um, and lonely and, you know, ultimately depressed. And that's, that's, a, that's a disease that, that's happening all over the world. And so, you know, when I delivered uh, my TEDx, um, the people within the, you know, within the TEDx committee, they kept on telling me, listen, you need to tell people to put their phone away. 
And I said to them that I will not say that because I'm also an addict. And so I wanted to talk about the addiction in a different, <laughs> in a different angle. But you know, another another comment is that with my with my other company, Galvanize, um, we actually build customer social networks all the way to the point of automation. You know, and I'll talk about the blockchain solution in a second. But the idea was that you know we encourage people to be on social networks. <laughs> but so my my approach on the TEDx was, um, listen, we are all addictive. Let's look at it from a different perspective and actually use it for a for a good purpose, for connecting authentically, which is connecting within our community. And that was the main message. No, I love that message. And that's kind of what I just shared with you before our podcast, right? I said, hey, why am I doing this podcast? Because every story, your story is a gift to the world. I want you to share it here. I have this platform. And so we're, this is a perfect example of how we're using social media and hopefully in a good way because we've gotten some great feedback and comments. But it's really like all things in life could be good or bad, could be a blessing or curse. And in your case, it sounds great that you have been able to share your message. Now, let's pivot more to some of your companies and what are some of the companies you've created and, and what are they? how do they help and change the world in a, in a better way? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, we're the first company to galvanize. We served over uh, 200 clients, building them apps and websites and backing systems and actually specializing DIY. So DIY is soft tools, kind of like, you know, the the, the, uh, the Wix of the world where you're able to build different tools to allow you to build a website. We build a really cool um, uh, different custom, uh, you know, CMSs and uh, an app builder as well to allow people to create their own app. And so... Um, the first company, you know, we're able to reach millions of users within the different solutions that we have developed. And today, uh, with the new company, Plasacy, touching about that news, about a year and a half old, um, we're actually building a blockchain solution for very, very large groups to be able to communicate effectively. And what it means is that, you know, from the admin perspective, they're able to identify who the members are and reward them for promoting the group. Um, and then from the from the members perspective, they're able to filter from all the white noise. So if you take you back to the TEDx um, and all the previous solutions that we've done with Galvanize, with Plazas, uh, the solution really is for maintaining just authentic connections within groups. We call them tribes. And the way we're able to allow them to communicate effectively is using blockchain technology. Now let's dive into that because this blockchain, cryptocurrencies, so many people have heard of it, but in the most basic way, as if I were a third grader, Galia, how would you explain blockchain to me or someone that has no idea about this term and this technology? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, blockchain, they're saying it's the next, it's the next internet. So just to give you a perspective, some researchers are saying that we're now back in 1996. So basically what it means is that imagine you're like end of the 90s and I come up to you and I say to you, hey, Christopher, like, how about we build this website? And we use this email to deliver communication. You're going to be like, what? What do you mean? What does that mean? So what it means in, you know, in 2018 is that blockchain is basically a ledger. So you can imagine it to be like a grand Excel spreadsheet where everything that you and I do, it doesn't have to be like a payment transaction, right? So Bitcoin is one example. Ethereum is another example of where you're transferring this, uh, this payment, and then it gets registered on that Excel spreadsheet. So you know that you're receiving, for example, twenty dollars that I send you, and I know that it's been sent to you, and there's no there's no double spending as they call it. So that's one way of looking at it from a payments perspective. But if you think about it from a social network perspective, there are a few problems that we're trying to solve. So as you know, with the latest scandal that happened with Facebook and Cambridge Analytica. Um, you know, there's been a major breach with how they've been treating users' data. 
So imagine a situation where, you know, a, a blockchain protocol like ours is able to um, um, have people communicate using our communication tool. And then as you're communicating the data, all the social data, for example, this podcast, you know, the post, uh, you know, medium, all of that is stored in a peer-to-peer manner, which means that it's not stored in our centralized um, databases and servers, unlike, you know, the other centralized solutions such as Twitter and Facebook and all the other ones. So what it means is that literally the data belongs to you. And then what happens after that is you decide what you want to do with that, with that information, with that data. So it means that, you know, uh, I'll give you an example. So there's this really big, um, different, uh, big organizations, uh, blockchain organizations that they're, um, they're, they have different crypto events. And in that crypto event, they're telling you that if you promote the event and you tweet about them, you're able to earn rewards. Now, because you are tweeting and you are, you know, talking about the different things that are happening in the event, that's your social conversation. It is stored in the peer-to-peer. And then the sponsors or the event organizers that are detecting what you're doing are able to deliver tokens or swag or whichever other rewards. Now, when they deliver it, we are um, writing it in a method called smart contract, which means that you know for sure that you will get these rewards or these tokens, for example, and the other end knows that you have done these activities in return. But how is that different from, uh, again, just filling out an actual contract where the whole, the whole point of a contract is it's a legally binding contract, right? So how is blockchain different from a, a, typical, a typical contract? Yeah, so that's, that's, that's a good question because it is literally a smart contract. The difference is that, is that, that all of these conditions, you know what it is, contract is just agreement between people. So if you and I are talking about the agreement, then you put it in writing, then it has validity, right? Even actually if we talk about it, it has validity. But the way it works in blockchain is that it is an algorithmic way of making sure that these conditions are met, meaning that you don't need a lawyer. It's the same with, let's talk about payment, right? You don't need necessarily a bank. You need to use the algorithm to deliver, um, you know, the, the cryptocurrency payment, and you know that it will reach the other end. You need a protocol like ours to uh, to interact within the social activity to receive the flag on the other end. And the way it's being handled is through the algorithm, um, you know, and the, and the code that is written in this constellation called smart contract. And by the way, when I mentioned that DIY tools, it means that everything that I'm telling you is in a seamless, you know, kind of like a, a seamless website or an app uh, experience, meaning that you actually don't need to know cryptocurrencies, you don't need to know, you know, smart contract blockchain technology, you don't need to know coding, you just need to know, you know, how to post to a wall, and that's it. Nice, nice. Well, we're pretty much done with the podcast, Galia. Thanks so much for being on Get This Podcast, where your stories get to the world. How can our guests stay in touch with you? I would, I would love for them to, uh, you know, they can add me on LinkedIn, Galia Westler. I'm more than happy to receive emails, which is Galia, G-A-L-Y-A, at Plasmus.com. Great. Thanks again for your time. Have a great day, Galia. Thank you so much. Bye.